Hello, hello, hello. I'm Veronica. And I'm Michelle. Welcome to our podcast. I don't know, to be honest, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. At all. Zero. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. We're back again. Back again with another episode. Back again. I'm going to hold and it here like we this. Are. I'm not going to do that for the whole thing. I'm going to you're, you're going to get a bit tired of holding the mic yeah. like that, baby girl. <laughs> I was holding it like a tripod. <laughs> but this is a very uncomfortable position. Basically, I'm really sorry if you guys hear squeaking. Michelle and I, um, we got some feedback um, on our pod. And then we realized that the sound quality, we haven't quite found a way to make it incredible. What I will say is that Michelle is an OG sound engineer. Um bang, bang. Well, I, when I say OG, I mean like gun fingers, gun fingers in the building, gun fingers in the building. Performing surgery on the audio, she surgery. Pre- she performs a lot of surgery on our audio. Um, I promise you, what you guys hear is a lot worse than the- <laughs> like, what you hear is a lot better. It's a lot better than the, than the cut we come out with yes um uh, but we're uh, trying we're trying, we're trying. Um, we're new to this and we're true to this thank you for sticking with us yes thank you for sticking with us um i was actually going to say something and i completely forgotten oh yeah by the way you, you lot sit back and relax we're just gonna have a chit chat um and i hope you're all doing very well mm. uh on this whatever day of this week it is that you're listening to this mm. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so we'll just start with like V. How's it going, babes? Uh, going I'm, yeah, like it's going quite well. Actually, I was taking a look at our analytics and um, obviously quite a lot of you guys are from the UK. Bang, bang, UK in the building. <laughs> quite, uh, we've got a few analytics. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Sorry. Oli, oli, oli. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Um, yeah, we've got a, quite a few UK people in the building. We've also got a few people from, what am I just thinking of the word? Just United yeah, States. Australia? Uh, Australia. Australia. To Australia. Australia. You, you are in, you are in here? <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> Down under people? <laughs> I can't really do your accent and I don't want to yeah not let's not try it. and butcher it yeah let's not do that but yeah thank you for listening guys and thanks mm. for sticking with us yeah. and yeah but yeah I, was, I actually asked how you were oh <laughs> but I'm okay I'm okay oh my god wait I've got another bit of promo to do and also a bit to say thank you thank you to everybody who commented on the brand share the mic post I don't know, to be honest, pod, we're so grateful. Um, And we really hope fingers and toes and eyes and irises and single stranded knots crossed that we can. can, I'm sorry, I was wondering where you were going with that. I sat here thinking, "Hmm, where is she going to (laughs) land? All my 4C people who are struggling with moisture retention know what I mean when I say a single single stranded knot is a very close bond. And we're just <laughs> hoping and praying that we do get the opportunity. Um, if you don't know what brand share the mic is, uh, Liberty, the Liberty team have put together an initiative to amplify black voices in the UK. So um, black content, love that for us. Black content creators um, partner with brands. And then for a whole day, I think this day has been nominated the 7th of August, we get together and um, we take over their Instagram. So we are hoping, praying, wishing that um, we will be chosen. And you guys, spam the comments, you spam the comments. Spam comments. Spam the comments. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but imagine, like, actually just thinking about that. This is such a new, it's a new sphere for me that I don't Mm. know how I'm going to, like imagine winning that imagine actually being you know the most popular nominee and taking over instagram and like wow that level of visibility um let me just mentally prepare for that i'm mentally preparing i will come yeah. on and back yeah, yeah. I, have, I have performance anxiety you see i have this thing called performance anxiety you know i seem more confident than i actually am you know when you i'm really well. I, I quake in my boots as in my heart you know what you can hear your heart as in it's louder than the thing that's coming out of my mouth sometimes i'm like i'm surprised how no no seriously i have actually performed so i used to i sing from time to time and so she's an awesome singer guys 
Oh, thank you, thanks. Way back when, when I used to do performances here, there, just one, one random open mic here, there, um, I would be thinking, no, these lot can actually hear my uh, burst the windows. Because <laughs> I'm like, surely you guys can hear my heart because that's all I can hear. <laughs> my heart. <laughs> no, sorry, that's even beaten in. That's even, that was even beaten in a tiny fashion. Arrhythmia. That's more like it. Arrhythmia. <laughs> yeah, you call it atrial fibrillation. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, anyways, mentally preparing for that one. It's a while away, but inshallah, we will see. We will see. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thanks for asking, but I'm good. You know? Oh, yeah. Michelle, how are you? <laughs> I'm well. <laughs> I'm well. Um, I actually had a fantastic start to my day because mm. last night I KO'd at about 8, 8 p.m. Excuse me. Or 8.30. Mm-hmm. and I was um I think I slept for about nine hours because I was so tired from the week you know working the weekend and whatnot mm. and, and nine hours my body was I just worked I literally sprung out of my bed went for a run made chicken as in put chicken in the oven went mm. for my run came back chicken was ready like that was mm. my lunch for work so I'm like I'm, I was buzzing even at work I was you know working at top performance so I'm a bit burnt out now, but I'm I'm glad. Like I really had a productive day, so my day was great. Thank you very much. Oh, that actually sounds sensational. Um, I've had um, even though I didn't tell you guys how you are, I just thank you and I thank Australian listener, but um, <laughs> also thank the UK listeners because y- y'all be holding it down and the American ones and the ones from the Netherlands as well. That's also a strange place, but. Yeah, big ups to you guys. Um, but on a general level, um, no, I've had a I've had an okay day. Um, I'm feeling a bit sick. Um, basically, I've realised that um, I have come to an end. You know, like when something has come to an end, and I've mentally realised that something has come to an end, and I'm feeling a bit. I'm feeling a bit relieved, but I'm feeling also a bit sad that I've realised that this has to end. Um, so. It's not anything big, guys. It's just literally my 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 probable my um, affinity to carbohydrates and salt. So wait, yeah. hold on a second. Make let's make it make sense. What is ending? Okay, so this morning, right, I woke up and I felt the middle of my belly. So okay, so quick thing. When I used to be very fit, as I've alluded to previously, um, I used to be very fit and. Um, because of that, I have hung on to the fact that I used to be very fit, like I was a partial athlete. That's my story. That's my song. Um, I was a partial, <laughs> was a partial athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my body also, my body does quite well actually. My body held on to that muscle memory for a good twelve years. Like kind of has, but yeah, it still kind of has. But like now, it's really, really depreciating. So this morning, I woke up and I realized. Welcome I, to the twenty-five and above bruh it's it's hard out here it's hard out here but i realized my stomach is separating i have diastasis rei what people get in third trimester of pregnancy i have diastasis rei what that means is my abdominal muscles are separating i felt the middle of my belly i was like why is there a hole here and i could feel abs okay so like i could feel abs on this side well, I can feel abs on the... So, you know, next to your belly button, how the belly button line, right? So, mm-hmm. if you lie flat on the bed, mm-hmm. I lay flat on the bed, and then usually, like, I have, like, even though my ab muscle isn't strong, but I have ab muscles running all over my belly, like, the lower half of my belly. So, this morning, I was lying flat on my bed, as usual. I love poking my stomach. I think it's so cool. Um, so, I was lying flat on my bed, and I um, literally just had my stump... I was poking my finger on the middle of my stomach, and I was like, fam, I can fucking feel my gut. What turned out that my my ab muscles are now shifting. No, the bitch is confused. Um, but obviously, I'm kind of not confused because I haven't actually done any exercise in years. Um, I'm actually looking at recti. Because oh, is that what called recti? I call it rei. Re- like, um, no, no, because I no the reason why because I have like I've seen it before in text. So I was like, is it? Mm. Is it I think it's diastasis recti, and I don't Maybe know recti. why. Something about the recti tells me something. Anyways, not to bore you with the nah, the, I don't know if you can. 
I'm not a doctor, but my, my diagnosis is potentially probably not, but I hope I don't know if you can get it if you're not. But anyways, it could be a hernia. Um, no, it's probably not because the hernia. <laughs> okay, so guys, it's now some time for me to log off and call NHS one one one. No, do you know what? So I, I do you know when I see you next, I'm actually going to have a look at it. If that's the situation. <laughs> yeah, no. But I hope that's not the case because imagine you haven't even been through that yet. So let's hope that's not the case. Yeah, let's hope that's not the case. It's a bit wild. Anywho. Anywho, anywho, anywho. Um, yeah. yeah, what were we even talking about? Do you know what, right? To be fair, who knows? Because the way this whole lockdown season has been, the way COVID 19 and the season of COVID, um, the COVID takeover, there are many things that people call it, you know. Press, um, press oh my god, times. the COVID takeover, as, 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 <laughs> as, as if it's a oh my god, people are wild, <laughs> but it's like in this, in this time, like different, like it's just different realization so who knows now who knows if you can even now is the time is the season that you probably be getting diastasis recti mm-hmm. without pregnancy because 2020 has actually come 2020 i believe is the, the actual embodiment of the op- opposition to I, it's not i don't know what this year is but whatever this year is i don't i'm not messing with it i just i'm okay. not messing with it like can you hurry up august swift sweep by september sweep by exactly september, like sweep by. just just end bruh. thank you and on the day we're recording, Megan The Stallion has just come out with her statement that she's been shot. I said, you know what? Oh. In this year, 2020, she was shot. Anything can happen in 2020. And I, and I have my suspicions. I know who it was. Veronica's actually, I might hate to start spewing rumours. Are you ready? For, do, you have, do, you, do you have money for libel? Do you have money for libel accusation? Their lawyers will because come. when he gets when he gets served papers, are you Miss Veronica? Do, do, do. <laughs> You've been served. I will run into my garden and live with the foxes. Like, <laughs> I will actually say, I'm like, yo, I do not have the money to do this. So all I'm saying is that you know our thoughts and prayers are with Megan the Stallion, but I'm also protecting her from evil eye. That I I have a strong suspicion. That I know who shot her, um, and it will only come. Actually, we shouldn't even be laughing about this because she's probably going through a lot of pain and trauma. Yeah, no, but I know <laughs> when it comes out, Veronica thinks she she suspects that she's been shot by someone, someone that we might will say that, that is an agent might... of the apocalypse. <laughs> um yeah we don't want to put that out there just in case anyone's listening and we don't get sued so um but we have our speculations Uh (laughs) but anyway so lockdown has brought should we recount what lockdown has brought Mm, let's do that okay let's start from when did when was lockdown actually initiated i think it was from yeah i think Mm. it was from 20 wait from i think it started in march actually yeah it started in march March, yes. Mm-hmm. So, what are the what are the big significant events that we have actually experienced, witnessed, been through in lockdown? So, obviously, the first thing being a pandemic, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is still that, ongoing, which is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. But COVID, I mean, mm-hmm. I think COVID started in twenty nineteen. I think, but we just sort of re- realized or recognized its existence as this, you know, um, pandemic as a pandemic in 2020 mm. so we have lockdown um what do we what did we have what else did we have because honestly i'm oh my god there was so much that happened in in the pandemic so after seeing um obviously those crazy disgusting death tolls seeing the way that different countries handled it like lockdowns were crazy mm-hmm. then um we had yeah, different countries um reacting to it <laughs> Then we had Donald yeah. Trump pull his um support. Oh of course. Drink bleach. Sorry, what did he do? <laughs> Sorry, that's <laughs> anything. Oh <laughs> it's it's bleach. Oh. Um what did he say? But bathe in bleach, drink a disinfectant. Oh, I'm just paraphrasing. Man. I'm paraphrasing. I just yeah. anyways, we're not yeah. talking about him right here. We're not talking about yes, him. We had we had um of course different levels of I think the out- outbreaks 
of COVID-19 we just kind of we were watching the timeline and you know mm. just spikes and spikes and spikes and the ridiculous death toll um rest in peace to the lost souls and honestly like I, my heart's with you for people who have lost people to this this um disease our hearts out to you guys because um i've i've been i wouldn't even say that there's nothing it's not it's not that there's anything great about me or my family or the people around me that i haven't lost anyone i think it's literally i mean i'm a christian god and a little bit of luck mm. um that i haven't lost anybody but i know that not many people have been that lucky so mm. our hearts go out to you guys um and what else happened so yeah you had covid yeah I, we also I'm had both lie. of our birthdays yeah quarantine birthdays we had the rise and fall of house party <laughs> that, that that three week that three week journey three week, it really just came and it just left i can't mm. i still have the app i need to delete it it's taking up space on my phone um we had oh my gosh how are we blacking out here i know there's we a had lot the black lives matter movement but we've spent a lot of time of course we spent a lot of time discussing that yes of course and to be honest as much as i say cancel 2020 i think 2020 it was necessary Mm. It was necessary. It's been monumental. Like the the call to action. It's not mm. even call to action. We're dragging people by their collar. If you know the meme, we're dragging people by their collar <laughs> to action now. It's not just a verbal call to action. It's an, as in calm, kicking, screaming. To action, yeah. Um, our most recent, yeah, our most recent, other than, of course, May Stallion and the unfortunate event, is the um, entanglement season, the mm. word entanglement. And now that that word has been is rife everywhere, um, and the background behind that one, I'm a, I'm gonna give Veronica the mic so she can <laughs> talk about a little bit to talk about this word entanglement. That's now everybody's favorite word. It, it's mm. I think it's beat um, normalized. I think there was so I was reading something and they said the word entanglement is out is as is I don't know how to describe it. It's out fox, I guess. Out. I mean normalized because normalized was a trending word for a little while normalized is normalized. that's what we're going to call this mate well, that's what we're going to call this episode normalized entanglement the 2020 episode <laughs> <laughs> the 2020 experience 2020 experience <laughs> normalized entanglement so veronica tell us about entanglement oh so how, how um, did this word that's always been existing in a dictionary now become trending jada pinkett smith and willard willard smith um, is that his name? It's yeah, not William. No, it's Willard. <laughs> oh, that's rude. You're bringing in it. Yeah, it's Willard. Um, oh, I love so, him. I love Will Smith. <laughs> background to anybody that doesn't know, um, maybe you're not on social media or just weren't keeping up with it. Uh, so, Jada and William Willard, <laughs> the Jada and Will story. Um, August Alcina came out with a video about a week ago um, where he basically mentioned that um, he and Jada were in a sexual, he alluded that that was a sexual relationship. And is, they that were, how it, is that how it came to That's to how life? it started. Yeah, that's how it it's started. Not, it's not like she decided to do confessions. No, nah, she on... didn't. She didn't. Mm. And so, um, yeah, so he came to light and he was speaking about the, he was speaking about their relationship. He was speaking about it in a way that it was like so profound, like Jada Pinkett's game must have really, really like, you know, like when people are like, there's some people that like, you know, you just don't want to have sex with because, you know, just the fear of what will happen to your life after that. Mm-hmm. That is kind of the vibe that Jada Pinkett gives me um namely because of just the way that august was speaking about her he was speaking about her that he was so mesmerized i think the phrase that he used paraphrasing here is that if he died he he would die happy because he knows that he has loved in such a way that was so fulfilling bruv and even if you see the way that thing ended anyway so nectar what type of nectar was he i don't want that love i want actually are you sure i'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie. Right. That 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 I would like to sip that kind of nectar. No, I would like to, but then <laughs> like, if not, I die, not today, in that I'll die happy. Way. Yeah, but not in that kind of toxic way. Like I don't think I don't think that if you like, I don't think that anybody in your life like you you should be like raw. Like this person has that much of a grips on me. That person has grips in your heads to your chest, like just with vagina. 
Oh, oh. No, but then is it just vagina though? Because he seems like he fell in love with her. Wait, this is this is where it gets a bit techy. So at the time, August was 21. He was very sick. He was going through some of his family members had died that were really close to him, and he'd now been mm-hmm. put in um he was now like in custody of like I think his sister's kids. So he came at a time to her when he was very vulnerable and also very young. I think the, the I think the age difference, could you check Michelle? But I think the age difference is something like 25 years. So a whole you and I, like, okay, we're not 25, but still, like it's mm-hmm. a whole practically, it's like a whole one of us is the difference between Jada and um August. Yes. And obviously August was in at the time, August was introduced at, um, to the family um being uh Jaden's friend. So that's Will and uh Will and Jade. 21 years between the two of them. Oh, that's disgusting. A, a whole age. I mean, 21. Yeah. That, that's a whole 21 child. years. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a whole him at the that's age a whole him. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that literally when he, when when she was 21, he was being born. Um, so there's there's something to be said about that, but I think we'll go into it a bit later. Let me quickly mm-hmm. round up the story. So um, yeah, so yeah, how he was introduced to the family was he was Jaden's friend, which is also yeah. quite mm, that's also quite strange as well. Anyway, so um, after all this, Jada said, "I'm going to take myself to the red table." Um, which is how the red table came about, and everybody started doing the, the Spider Man meme. You know what Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> you know, and then and then you know the look at us, look at us. Yeah. Didn't... Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. So she took, <laughs> she took herself to the red table prior to te- prior to the red table filming coming out. Will Smith put up um, an Instagram video where he looked like he had been flogged for forty days and forty nights. Yeah, <laughs> crying and i thought i just thought hay fever like i wanted to believe in the best of the world i was like oh hay fever mm, his eyes good. are a bit irritated yeah he didn't look good yeah so anyway will and jada came on the red table talk jada then coined the infamous word of 2020 and basically said that at the time she and will were not together that they were separated, not legally, but they were just separated from each other. Their marriage was going through a rough patch. She just wanted to feel good. And she basically made out that the whole August situation, it was like she used him. It was a means to an end. She didn't describe it in the same way August described it. Like, wow, like it was insane. And Je- Will that, then... That's to tell you something about the age difference as well. Exactly. Like, you're, you're in it for love. She's in it for a good time and not a long time. Exactly. Which is why I think that, like, again, like, having... You know how we're saying tasting that nectar? I think mm-hmm. that, like, I've definitely... I've definitely been in a position where I'm just, like, that love drunk as well. And I think <laughs> I currently oh. am in a position where I'm, like, that love drunk. But it has to be... nice. I'm here saying I think I am because I don't want, I don't want people to get big headed. Um, But (laughs) uh, Must be nice. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, but but like, I think it takes like, you can't be in a, that's a very predatory, toxic space. So when he's speaking about her in that way, I'm also thinking to myself, what type of space are you in? Because you really just needed a win, you know, like on August on August's perspective, mm-hmm. and I say that in a, in the form of the victim, right? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine everything going wrong. You also, yeah, August also has a chronic illness. That's what I was saying, actually. Yes. Mm. So, okay, so that's the story, anyway. Before yeah, we wrap up the story around that, so we're just gonna pick it apart as well, because like, no judgments. Like, humans are bound to fall short, and so it's not like oh that could never be me because sometimes you put into predicaments where it's like, it's easy to say from the outside that this will never be me. I would be able to, but you have to kind of be in a situation. So it's, it was all well and good, but it's easy said than done. So this is mm-hmm. no judgments. Humans make mistakes and stuff like that. You know, whether it was a mistake, me, I don't know. Did she say it was a mistake? Yeah, she did. She bet all she, I don't know if that, that was the actual words she used, but she made it out like, Oh, it was like, it, Oh, it was just a thing. Like it wasn't that deep. That's the kind of vibe. She yeah, I don't. I don't think that she. It was. Um, I, anyways, I didn't watch the the. Um, I didn't watch the red table talk. I don't really watch red table talk. Um, but 
I I don't think it was that, especially with what you said about, you know, it seems like a, they have this back and forth. They have a dynamic to their ma- their marriage that's this back and forth. So one cheats, mm. the other cheats, they cheat, they cheat. I cheat, you cheat type of vibe. It's like, mm. I mean, that's not what I understand marriage to be, but to be honest, celebrity man- marriages yeah, have zero the investments in them. Like they, oh. this is kind of normal in celebrity marriages. So I, you know. I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to take a different tone. I was going to be like, celebrity marriages go through things that i don't think any normal marriage goes through of course absolutely. like i think it's it goes through a lot of scrutiny and a lot of like we can just imagine us as like average joes right mm. um where like we just have the opinions of maybe a friend like some friends your family um maybe on your relationship and you're like oh my god fam this is a bit too much but then i just imagine the thing that a celebrity marriage goes through so I can't even say like maybe that's what works for them you know because I remember a while ago they were being touted as remember when they they said that they were in an open relationship so whenever people are saying cheating I'm always like but I swear when I was growing up everyone always used to say I knew you were in a yeah they're in an open relationship open marriage or whatever open marriage yeah so that's why I wasn't surprised. I thought, um, that, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's the sad thing. I mean, whether it's sad or not, it's up to certain people. Whoever you listen, you might think, oh, you know what? This is what works for them. They seem to be happy. Mm. Um, they have their ups and downs. And that's how, they, if that's how they're managing their long lasting marriage, you know, going outside the sanctity of it and sharing themselves with other people in order to keep things interesting or when things go down, they're like, you know, let's take a break from each other for a a few years, see other people, but we just don't dissolve our marriage. If that's what works for them. I mean, I do not subscribe to that, but that's them, you know? Yeah. But anyway, before we circle off, we were going to talk about the reason okay so we are under the impression or our understand not our understanding our opinion of this you know not like who's asking but you know we're going to give it anyway is that there is something quite predatory about the way about the whole the situation mm-hmm. um number one i think that that massive age i mean i'm not against age that you know huge no, i always say huge age gaps in relationships right but i think that a 40 year old woman compared to a 20 year old man it was um, i think mm. you're in different spaces in your life and then when you add on chronic illness vulnerability mm-hmm. um and it's like she if we know jada you you can see the way she'd be tapping them tables when she's doing her red table talk she can even convince me to to, to join her in an entanglement to be quite honest just tap the table one two and i'm convinced to be michelle is easily led <laughs> You just you know, you're saying you're chunk. You, you tap. <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about Jada has an she has an energy about her. So I'm just saying that, and I and I am as I say this, I'm a heterosexual woman. But I Jada has something about her that I look at her and I'm like, that's an attractive woman. And she's she's got um. There's a way she speaks. You know, if she's trying to entice someone, I can imagine Jada, Jada the actress, but also Jada, Jada. She has something about her that you know it's alluring. She has an, an alluring energy about her. And I'm thinking, you know, big, big men, you know, your age or older might be fall for that allure. Imagine someone, a, a child, practically. Okay, he's not a child, he's an adult, but he's, he's a really young man in a difficult space in his life. You're showing him attention, affection. You're even there to help him. You know, if we take the sinister side of things out of it, she was there to help him and support him through a difficult time. Mm-hmm. But then how y'all, how, how y'all fall into an entanglement where your legs is entangled around his legs? <laughs> a, a true tea. But like, are we saying that like, I think basically, I think there is a way to, you know, cause I do think August was definitely in need of help and care, which is why Jaden brought him to his parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause, that, cause as a friend, that's what you do. Like, it's like, Oh crap. Like, I know my parents are hella caring and you're going through a rough patch. Come and live at my house. Like my parents are cool. Come and live at my house. Mm-hmm. That's something like a, a true friend does. But I think like, it's like, whilst, whilst like Jade, Jada whilst Jada has all like you know she she's she's a really she seems to put off a really caring energy she's also like very pretty she's also very beautiful she has an allure about her but I do think there's a way or maybe a conversation to be had about seeing her as a temptress because I think like okay like she's pretty and all that but it's not the prettiness that made her fall for him it's the fact that she was predatory and it's like 
it's almost like I don't I don't think that like pretty women have to or people that are desirable have to like you know police their desirability what what no let me put it this let me put it in a different way like okay you've got all these things about you right and as a woman like you're always told okay you can't showcase these things but like in the same way you've also got to be aware of the energy you of the the people that are in your vicinity so it's like, of course, like she's not, she's now not going to go and make herself into the ugly challenge or like, you know, now not going to, whatever ugly means, by the way, but she's now not going to go and draw warts on her face. Oh my God. Or she's now not going to, you know, just, just try and mussy herself up just so she'll be less desirable for this guy. But it's more so like, I think that the, the whole, the, the way that Jada described the situation versus the way that August described the situation just sounded so predatory. Like it sounded like it was like all the alarm bells were ringing she was doing the classic thing that like I guess that men would do where they're just like they throw the situation they make it sound so cavalier they make it sound so easygoing that like oh my gosh we can never believe that this and this happened and then she just chucked it up to an entanglement and Will was like what the hell does an entanglement mean and she was like no like you know just an entanglement like she it's like she didn't want to say that we were fucking oh sorry I can swear it's my podcast yeah, I was gonna say it's not the first time. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> this is this is this is a safe space. <laughs> mm. um, no, but what I, I'm not trying to say that it was her alluring, her lure in terms of like her beauty or her attraction. Yeah. I'm saying when someone's already vulnerable, we have to think about predisposing factors. Yes, August is a 21. He was a 21 year old. Yeah, yeah. And by that's by you know legal standards, that's a, that's a grown man. Mm. You know, if we're, if we're thinking legally, but I'm saying when you think vulnerability when someone is in need of help you know in a space where to be honest anything i guess any sort of affection whether it be just a hug or or more than that from an attractive woman and an alluring woman not the attraction part there's something about her as a woman as well like her presence you know even the when she's endearing i'm like that predisposes you to that would predispose you to be attracted to her. I mean, to be, draw, to be drawn in. Yes, she's an attractive woman, but she also has an allure about her in the way she speaks, the way, she, the, just her, I don't know how to describe it. It's like her presence, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what she what it's like when she's putting it on somebody because I'm saying, that's why I was saying, the way she is, the way she I mean, appears to be, um, on her red table talks mm. just ima- I'm like that per- and that's just a person who's having a normal conversation with not with other people and addressing situations um that other people have gone through and she has a way about it so just imagine if she was actually putting the moves on someone who was vulnerable mm. you know I'm just saying it's an additive thing that you have to take into account really mm. um and no I do not con- I mean just putting it out there I don't condone what happened with her no hell no hell i'm no. not thinking yes you yes sis get Mm-mm, yours at all you know, no i'm thinking disgusting. that is disgusting that is that kid is young enough to be your son mm. um and he was vulnerable and whether you like it or not you took advantage of him exactly like you don't always need to agree that you've taken advantage of someone for you to have taken advantage of somebody like mm. and also i just think that like she just didn't take any accountability she was moving like Ayana. <laughs> like she took no <laughs> accountability for her actions. Like she was like, not on my watch. She, and she kind of like, basically also in the Red Table Talk, she skirted around the real, like the real juicy shit. She was kind of more so, huh? she was kind oh, of more boy. so um, discussing. Um, yeah, she was kind of more so like talking about or like alluding to the fact that, um, she was alluding to the fact that like, oh, this, like, she just needed to feel good or what their marriage was at the time that led her to be in that space. Not really discussing like August's vulnerabilities and like what that actually meant for her. Because I think that would have, that would make her have to acknowledge that she was predatory. She also didn't have to bring any of this to the red table. We didn't have to know. Yeah, she's, she's gone and made money. Yeah, like, but on a wider scale, like, I didn't have to know any of that. She didn't have to say, well, I'm going to bring myself to the red table. She could have just shut up and ate her food and maybe gone to group therapy as a family and tried to work it out. But, like, because she brought herself to the red table, I think... The woman is a businesswoman. <laughs> yeah. She said, how can, I, how can I make the best of this situation? And do you... But I also like, think that, like, it's, like, beyond, like, I think 
calling her a businesswoman, sometimes it, it just, it, it's like an easy cop out. Like I feel as if, if you're going to do it as a business, somebody that li- literally like they kind of thrive their business on being held accountable and like exploring the different caveats of people's behavior. Right. Mm-hmm. Like in this thing, like you couldn't even say like, okay, I'm actually going to look at the fact that this man was predatory. I think this was, people weren't, people weren't necessarily all shocked that like, oh, it was August and Jada was smashing cheeks. It was more so that like... She's smashing cheeks. You lot on your lingo, I could never get used to it. <laughs> I could never. Smashing cheeks. Why'd you sorry. put that image in my head? Sorry, Kensington and Chelsea. <laughs> um, but like... <laughs> So, so, sorry, London Borough, Kingsington, and Chelsea, but like, <laughs> um, but no, as you were saying, smashing cheeks, yeah, like, hmm. yeah. So, as it, it wasn't just that they were smashing cheeks, it was actually that, like, yo, like, he was going through a lot at the time, and he made that very evident in his in his um interview with Angela Yee. He made that very evident that he was going through a lot of the time. She just skirted all past that. She skirted past the age difference. She even casually mentioned, oh yeah, that was Jaden. She friend. went to control the narrative. And that's yes. what I mean. Like, I'm not praising her for being a businesswoman. I'm almost like, wow, you are a businesswoman to a fault. Yeah. As in, yeah. you went in and said, you know what, right? Instead of, the, before TMZ and them man start coming for my neck, before they start saying this, I'm going to spin the narrative. I'm taking myself to yeah. the because t- I created this table. So I'm going to go and... I am going to take over the narrative of this. And we were all there sitting down, you know, with our popcorn in hand, watching her take accountability. So I'm doing quote marks, by the way, take accountability and talk to Mm -hmm. her husband and and also kind of make it look like, you know what, look at us as a family. We're okay. Meanwhile, I don't know how many tubs of ice cream that Will has been through and how many, Mm. how many wet tissues are hiding behind his, his headboard from the Mm. tears he's cried about the situation. But we're going to save face. It's a mm-hmm. PR stunt. We need to go out on this. We need to go out on red table talk and, and look unified. As in, we're talking about this like calm adults. Meanwhile, just do all your crying before and after the show. But when mm-hmm. we're on this red table talk for the hour that we're here around this red table, we are going to keep it what cute. Mm-hmm. So actually, anyways, I've kind of I've kind of gone into my own monologue here. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> anyways anyway so that's the jada story but you know what right (laughs) entanglement so this word entanglement i find it quite entertaining you know Mm. and if we want to like have a brief chit chat about entanglement yeah let's um, go what's (laughs) so entanglement we believe is code word for what smashing cheeks yeah okay (laughs) she didn't want to say it like no will literally said what does that mean he literally said, what does that mean? She was like, well, you know, an entanglement. So she never said we, we slept together. She never said that. Because if she wow. did say that, like, because think about what that would be for her brand. If she literally, if those words actually fell out of her mouth and Will literally said, clarify what you meant. Um, if those words fell out of her mouth, she'll be a predator. You see that same energy people are reserving for Harvey Weinstein. So now, now I'm leaving that to your imagination because we exactly. could have just kissed. An entanglement could easily be a kiss. Mm. An entanglement could go all the way from a kiss to... Mm-hmm. We painted that room red. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, go, go with God with that one, basically. Mm-hmm. Which is, wow, okay. So entanglement. Um, hmm. Right. What do we want to buy entanglement, actually? I just think it's like, I don't know, it just reduces or it reminds me of the words that sometimes people use or the ways that people find find ways to refute accountability. And I think we've all been victim of doing this in the past. Like we all have our very own entanglement words that we or entanglement phrases that we say to like be like, oh no, this is just, mm, this isn't me doing this thing. I'm not dodging this responsibility. No, but then, okay, so if I have to be candid, if I'm using the word entanglement and entanglement, if we think it's like, I don't know, it's like something unserious could have been innocent, could be a little bit more sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how many times, many, have you ever been in, have you ever been in a so-called entanglement before? No. No, but then I'm not talking about predatory. Because entanglement doesn't actually have the word predatory no. attached to it. Still no. I feel like I've been in entanglement before. I'm screaming. <laughs> mm. 
Well, you know what? There was actually, there's actually somebody that I've saged out of my um, life. Maybe that one. <laughs> but. I recalled that one in a bit of an entanglement, would you not? I don't know if that was an entanglement. That person was just bad vibes. Entanglement. <laughs> yeah, but that's not an entanglement. An entanglement is when, like, you're actually, well, what, what, what she described it as is, like, you know, you're actually dating, you're with somebody, but you're entangled with someone else. That's how she described oh. entanglement, in it? Yeah, entanglement is, like, oh, like, J- like, Will was trying to get her to say, what the hell were you doing with him? She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm entangled with someone else. Yeah, maybe we could use it as a code. I don't even want to use that word. It sounds like mad weird. I'm not going to use it, but I'm actually like, I might not use the word, but have I been in, enta- in an entanglement? And I don't necessarily feel like that has to happen with you having somebody else. I think it's just, you don't want to call it what it is. Mm. You're obviously not in a relationship with this person. Mm. So it's like what most of us do. It's entanglement, situationship. What's the difference there? I think we're commodifying the entanglement because I want it to mean the main. I want it to be a predatory thing. It can't be I, a predatory thing. It I want be. it to be a predatory like, thing. It can't, it can't be a predatory thing. An entanglement, isn't it? She just happened to be entangled with this man while she was married. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> That's it, you know? So it's more sinister because she was entangled with this man while mm-hmm. she was, well, this 21-year-old guy while she was married that's why it's a bit more sinister because it's like how are you why are you entangling is everything okay there sister yeah i'm just feeling a bit nauseous but i'm okay yeah it's just some medication i'm on okay um feel better babes feel better um but yeah so anyways that's the that's the um will and jada saga of entanglement Mm. um do you yeah. think you could ever like okay so I think this, a good question to ask is um even though at the moment we see ourselves being like monogamous people mm-hmm. I don't think I'm like you know like this is actually how I know that polyamory is by the way if you didn't know polyamory is um on the LGBT spectrum I don't know if people knew that so yeah polyamory is actually um a on the LGBT spectrum um, by polyamory, there's a difference between polyamory and cheating. Um, like polyamory, <laughs> um, polyamory, and you can still be in a polyamorous relationship and cheat on people. Um, but how I know I'm not polyamorous is that I physically, I physically, I cannot do two people at once. I can barely do one. Like when I, <laughs> like that, having one person like is like just enough to like dedicate all my sexual romantic um um like friendship type love to so i was just mm-hmm. thinking like will and jada have found a way for um will and jada have found a way for like the relationship to work with them and i know i listened to the receipts earlier this morning um and the Tolly was not Tolly. Um, audrey was talking about how in her marriage her and nick don't sleep in the same room so they found a way for the marriage to work for them too. So I'm just thinking, is there any like non-traditional ways that you think that maybe in um, a long-term relationship, have, have you used anything, pre- have you like found non-traditional ways for, to make it work like previously? Or what do you think is a thing that you will adopt? Um, See, I'm, pr- I'm pretty, okay, first things first, with regards to polyamory, just because you mentioned that, mm. um, I'm, you know, as, as probably some of you might already know, um, the list is my only, no, I'm a very single, single person, mm. um, and I've been actively dating, I'm out here, not single, please, 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 let me just, <laughs> Rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> if you watch Hamilton, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I'm not out here, as in out here having said. cheeks smashed. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm dating. <laughs> Ronica's face, please relax. But I've been out, I've been dating, actively dating for a while now. And I actually personally, I think that that gives um, room for polyamory 
to be honest because it's i don't like, think so no i think know, it like gives room. If, you, if you want to it gives room if you want to but there's a there's to, a, you're not committed to anybody no there's right? natural there's natural difference between like a polyamorous relationship and just dating oh you've been you're being yeah, in a relationship a poly, yeah like there's oh, well, difference that's true because you can have share intimacy so is exactly. it like being, so like a polyamorous relationship is like you like like say if you're in a relationship so be you your man and another person yeah another person so you're actually in a relationship there's Mm. actually it's not like three people so you're unentangled so yeah thruple so you're actually you're not you're no you're not unentangled sorry that's the word you're not or you're not entangled with both people know it's consensual like people do in a relationship yeah with as in boyfriend and girlfriend or boyfriend and boyfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend yeah. mm. and then you see other people while you're yeah. there but everybody is aware so like yeah. oh okay sorry yeah, my so, bad. yeah so it's sorry. not the same so like that's why I'm like, I couldn't do yes, yeah I couldn't do like that's why I'm like I, ca- I know I can't do like even dating oh my gosh like I'm I, I am a champion for multi-dating, but can I do it myself? Like, no. Like, I can just about talk to... I have a very, very, very short attention span, and that is, like, my demise. So, mm-hmm. like, I can't... <laughs> I can't... I can barely just talk to, like... I can barely do two activities at once. Talk more of, like... Speak to three different people. I know three different things about three people's different slides. Uh, 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 uh. So... See, um, I, can, I can definitely multi-date. It's, it's I, stressful, I, I find it really, really hard. No, it's... It depends on where you are in life. I um, I found that sometimes I can be, it depends, I have to like these people. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I can definitely multi-date. And I I think the difficulty there is because I feel a bit of guilt. There's a bit of guilt that I need to, you know, tell my, talk myself out of, like, periodically during the process of multi-dating. But Why do you feel guilty, much. though? Because you don't owe um, any of these men anything. I know that, but it's just, like, I feel bad because, I don't know, I guess it's maybe the tradition, that, that traditional person in me that feels like I should and I guess it's maybe it's just this, it's what society's imparted on me over time it's just I'm trying to unlearn these things like it's okay to do that not because they're doing it because they might be fully dedicated to you but you at the end of the day you're not you haven't had that conversation about exclusivity and mm. so until you decide that you're exclusive with a person until this person's like you know what I don't want to talk to other people I don't want to talk to other people I want to focus on you and you alone you have every right to be out here in these streets trying to find me the best man win for me so me the best man win I'm yeah. talking to different people I'm even going on dates with different people yeah it, it is what it is mm-hmm. um but sometimes when it's going good with one person um you still haven't had that conversation about exclusivity but it's going really good with one person and you're just like you feel in your in your heart a sense of exclusivity even mm-hmm. when you know there's no exclusivity so there's that little small bit of guilt that just trickles in you're like mm, mm-hmm. i feel like i'm I, th- I feel like i'm soiling the sanctity of what we have and but we haven't what do we have you know mm. so it's it's a bit it's a bit difficult i know why women will, might feel like i know why people sorry might feel a bit uncomfortable multi-dating is because it's easy when everyone has everyone is on even playing fields like it's easy mm. when it's just like oh yeah this person's cool this person's cool this person's cool but when someone is like really great and mm. it's like you had the fantastic you, you had you shared you had intimacy you shared something fantastic with this person it was like you too and then the world around you ceased to exist and then next week you're going to go and see harry it's like and harry is cool but harry is not great like the other one mm. it's like oh you now you now be wondering if so if it's tom now if tom was the one i was great with and harry is cool with and dick it's like oh we just started talking you start to feel a sense of mm, should i just yeah. reserve all this energy that i'm having for dick and harry for tom mm. you see this is yeah i i yeah i can't i couldn't even like back when i was dating but i couldn't even multi-date like and that i couldn't even multi-date um but like that's that's the exact same feeling that i think that most women must feel as well um and i wonder if like do you like from your experiences of maybe being in a little bit of a situation where you feel a bit more of affinity to one guy that you're dating how do you navigate stuff like that again me i cannot relate my attention honestly, span on attention span honestly, on swim <laughs> honestly okay so first things first is actually i believe that because of the climate we're in 
I think it's it's very important. I remind myself that it's very dangerous to put all your eggs in one basket because I remind myself times where I've fully invested in one person that I thought things were going fantastic fantastically with mm-hmm. and then things somehow changed because one person lost interest or life situations came in and you just couldn't quite give the same energy and things died down like it happens you know mm-hmm. you have peaks and troughs ebbs and flows um and things and it's like you've invested so much time you know there have been so many memes going around about like go to bed you know when you're having your 1am calls 2am calls they say go to bed go to bed and you're not you're going to be strangers in a month oh wow (laughs) that's true and i feel i feel hella attacked by those Mm. things because i have such i've had situations where i've been so invested in these people that i've been talking Mm. to so much so that it's like i just flash back to times in my life where everything was just like petals tulips in the air like it was Mm. fantastic and now wow it's so weird these are strangers to me and or or some of them i'm like oh my god ill like ill oh my god i really want to i'm like i need to find a way to unremember you Mm. (laughs) i want to unremember you you know i know you forget i want to undo it (laughs) you need to pull bleach on the memory (laughs) bleach on the memory and so that that is a harsh reminder that's what i use to like condition myself out of investing to like out of um Mm. this you know, vicious cycle of, oh my God, I feel, I'm, I'm, I'm multi-dating, but I feel, I feel guilty. I need to, I need to stop giving all these people this energy and then back to, nah, I need to start giving energy. I remind myself that, not going to lie, in a month, you're probably going to be strangers. So it's important that you sow your oats and spread your wings and Mm. may the best man win. Because at the end of the day, you should also not be settling for, you don't know, I think it's settlement when you think it's great, but you're like, you also don't know what they're doing. Mm. they are also weighing up their options with their you know Stella, Stacey and, 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 and Sandra mm-hmm. so it's like you don't know what they're up to and mm-hmm. I'm not saying be you know try and if, even that the odds it's not a game but I think it's important to not focus all your energies on one person because it really hurts when you do that and you realize they weren't doing the same for you yeah I kind of feel as though like you see that that's the thing like I kind of feel you see how when on the rare occasions I can I can just about speak to well back when I was dating again this is in my past life so I could just about speak to three people at a time but it'd be very very early stages of conversation mm-hmm. but I always felt like felt like I knew from the early ages of conversation early stages of conversation what 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 one was going to bang you see, that's and that's what leads you to the guilt because when you know yeah. which one is gonna bang, you know, and then shift, it doesn't bang, yeah, and it doesn't. Like, you shift all your energy there, and you don't even give the other two the opportunity for it to bang. Yeah, I think I guess I don't been, know. They might be slow, slow burners. No, I think that men show you. Well, for me, Percy, my personal experience, not lie, they show you who they are quite. early They show on. you who yeah. they are quite early on. <laughs> like, I, I'm not I'm, mm, in my personal experience. I've, I've tend to find that like most men actually show you who they are quite early on. It's just yeah. that by that time you're not even. You know when they say rose tinted glasses, this one is not even rose tinted. This one is, this one is a red plastic blocks. You're wearing them. <laughs> wearing red plastic box that you put a wire inside and say auntie this is glasses so like (laughs) (laughs) so So i think that sometimes um i I, i'm not saying yeah i'm not saying you know like because yeah but in in my in my experiences i've tended to find that like men show you exactly who they are and it's just like it's like oh okay Mm-hmm. but then it's true slow burners do exist i love a slow burner i love it when people slow. like when you slowly fall for somebody but you can slowly fall for the right person too i don't know that's that's my personal that's my personal from my personal experience that's my take-home message yeah no mm. but well i i would anyways i think it's important actually if I'm going to circle around actually use this word entanglement if you're out here dating definitely mm. definitely it's very important to be entangle yourself with more than one person I endorse multi multi dating and mm. um, when the guilt comes to snatch you by your neck remind yourself that you're trying to, it's like with anything in life you want the best for yourself yeah mm. and you can't know just because you've picked up the first um tasty looking fruit doesn't mean it's the be- the most tasty or you know it it looks like it's the best 
on first impressions or quite earlier on mm-hmm. and it's like if you could, if you go home with that one ripe orange and you go and you now bite into it and halfway through you now see the mold and then you've already left the market now you've mm-hmm. left the market and now you have to you know when you realize that one's gone bad i'm sorry i don't mean to use human use oranges as a metaphor for people mm-hmm. but <laughs> you have to go home. back you've actually you've actually left the whole shop you fully entered your car driven back home sliced that orange bitten into it by slice three you've realized oh i don't think this is where it's at you now have to go to the shop i, I believe you should be chewing the oranges in the shop mm, i'm yelling <laughs> Michelle said, spoil the market there. Become a gorilla and open the oranges. Open the, the oranges in the market. <laughs> and if, and at if you one... At them. Like, I, I must know if it's sweet. It's true. I though. must know if it's sweet. I think it's... Like, especially for women. Like, especially for women. I literally advocate double... Um, I advocate... Uh, I advocate multi-dating and if you are like me and have like a really really short attention span I also advocate not putting on those those red blocks as glasses and really really knowing people as they are because I think that that's the only thing that saved me even though I did get into a bit of an entanglement before but um <laughs> like so like no that's that's like that's the only thing that's like but even that entanglement I knew exactly where I was getting myself into I knew where I was going um but it's important to see things for what they are I also would say another take-home message from today's pod is maybe analyzing who you're dating and if this comes across as predatory so like the person you're dating is there a massive age gap between you two is there um (gasps) is is there is is this person in a very very vulnerable situation mentally and physically are you taking advantage of them oh that's a good that's a good one Mm. and by the way it doesn't always just have to be an age gap it doesn't have to be an age gap come come out or or has just come out of something quite traumatic Mm. you know and how are you interacting with a loss it could be like a loss if by trauma i mean like it could be like a loss of someone close to them it could be like Mm. a loss of their partner it could be like a you know uh what i would call a abrupt breakup from a, something quite intense like they've just come out of a fresh relationship mm. um mm-hmm. they've come out of a fresh relationship and mm. they are in a vulnerable position and it's mm. like you've come there and you seem and you think is that you seem to be appealing to them and they seem you know things seem great but it's like you need to take into account that this person is probably healing from something or dealing with something mm. and so they are their responses might be trauma responses and mm. actually given time that might change so you need to really try and speak to them and talk don't just brush over what they've gone through or what they're going through I think mm-hmm. it's like working with them through that even if it's just maybe actively saying i'm going to take some space from you i'm not going to try and jump into something straight away because i want to make sure you're okay and you're Mm. actually thinking more logically rather than or i'm responding more sort of logically and rationally rather than you know trauma response of i'm more guarded or i'm so vulnerable right now all i'm doing is crying i just want to cry on your shoulder and then that could be how we express intimacy exactly so like, like just basically that's a trauma response it's a trauma bond yeah that's what it is. Trauma exactly bond. so like think about the person you are and like they're different they're definitely ways that like you can actually approach that person with compassion because i don't think that like people that are going through traumatic things don't deserve love and they don't deserve course, affection yeah. they do they 100 mm. percent do they put they probably deserve they probably need it more than the rest of us need it at that moment in time but it's also how you interact with that person are you interacting with them with care are you treating them like with some like um are you treating them like basically objects? Are you objectifying them? Are you treating them like um, chapters in your story or are you treating them like a human being? Are you treating them like an end, an end, a means to an end, like to scratch your itch? Or are you actually treating them and looking at them as a human being? And I advocate for that, regardless if somebody is going through something traumatic or not, just when we're dating, we need to date with a lot more intention. Intention. And don't use their weakness yeah. to your advantage as well. That's something yeah, I just want to add there. Dead. Don't use their weakness. Because sometimes you can predict trauma responses. And mm. if you know how some... And the thing is, humans can be so manipulative. Mm. And I'm not going to say in my life that I've never used a, a weakness to my advantage um mm-hmm. i can't think of one specifically it's not something that i would intentionally do but i think in hindsight i might be able to think about situations where i could have responded differently because maybe i knew how this person was going to respond because of maybe mm-hmm. something that they may have been through or some you know and, and using that to my advantage um i don't know if i've ever done that but it's something that i know is very possible because i maybe have 
find myself in a situation where I could have potentially used somebody's weakness to my advantage. Yeah. So um, just something to be aware of as well, you know, try not to entangle yourself with vulnerable people. Oh, uh, no, not necessarily that. It's just like, try and be more compassionate. I mean, entangle in the sense of entanglement. Remember, we were trying to say entanglement. Yeah, but I still, I, I still think, no, yeah, I, I agree. But I still think that like when we're using the term vulnerable people or like we do, we do need to show care to people that might be going through vulnerable situations. So maybe I think I would reword that to possibly something to possibly sound something along the lines of be more compassionate with people that are vulnerable, be extra compassionate mm-hmm. and show them extra care and extra consideration, but be compassionate to all people you date in general. I think this is, yeah. yeah. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Nothing actually. Have you forgotten? Yeah. I have attention so, yeah, span. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically compassion, but don't abuse your, don't, don't abuse it. Give show compassion, but don't abuse the um opportunity to show compassion and don't yeah. and try try and be try to be selfless in your compassionate compassion basically yeah i think to do that takes a level of self-awareness so maybe that it could really be does. something that we explore on future episodes maybe yeah yeah okay then um v did you have any anything else to say no 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 i think we should um wrap up thank you guys for listening yeah cheers for listening i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um for once we actually tried we circled we actually came full circle kind of yeah. didn't we yeah love we, that for us we realize you guys really love the hour-long episodes so we're trying to give you more of them and not just yes. ramble aimlessly along <laughs> okay so um please do remember to follow us on instagram our at is i don't know to be honest pod hashtag i don't know to be honest Yes, and I've been Michelle. And I have been Veronica. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Like, comment, and subscribe. And if you can, please nominate us for the branch at the mic. Um, oh shit, like, comment, and subscribe. This is how you know I spend my life on YouTube. <laughs> Jesus of Naz. Um, like, share. Like, share. If you're on follow. Apple, yes, follow, follow us. Like, and share. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, and if you're, on, if you're on Apple, please um, please remember to give us a rating and a review. That would be greatly appreciated. It helps push our podcast out to new listeners um, mm-hmm. so they can get more of this, I don't know, to be honest, energy. Love that for us. Love that. that for us. Okay, guys, have a good day. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.